episode number 45. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So I have been quite busy. Within just six days, I have traveled to central Israel and to southern Israel to speak about getting unstuck. I was invited to speak at two conferences, and I just have to say, I love doing this. I really do. You would think that maybe it would get boring to talk about the same subject over and over again. But for me, each time I speak about getting unstuck, it's like it's like it becomes a new again. And the reason is, is because of the people present and the stories that they bring to these talks. And because my talks are interactive and they're hands-on, I just love it. I teach them, of course, about the method, and I usually share a story or two so that they understand what stuck means and how you can implement the method in a stuck situation. And then I do some mini coaching with them, and it just lights my spark. It totally does. Anyway, so before I share a story with you for this week, I want to read to you an email I received last week from Jamie from New Jersey. She wrote, Shira, thank you. I have used the stuck method so many times in the past few weeks. It has been so helpful for me in so many different areas in my life. A few times, I found myself going right to consider, which felt so great. I did not have to intentionally walk through the other steps, because in those moments, I was able to recognize the importance of considering something else. So thank you. My emotional life thanks you, Jamie. Wow, Jamie, thank you so much for that email. It really means the world to me to hear from you. Ironically, the story that I'm going to share is also one where I felt like I was able to just jump to a consideration, which I have to say is such a wonderful and freeing feeling. If you've ever done that before in a stuck spot, you know what I mean. So without further ado, here is the story for the week. It's actually similar to the theme from last week of consider not taking insult, but these lessons can never be heard enough, right? At least that's what I think. And even more so, when you take on a consideration, it's awesome not only to be able to take it on in that current situation, but to be able to implement it again in future ones, which is what I did in this story. So when I traveled to central Israel last week to a city called Kfar Saba, I arrived early and actually had about an hour to spare before starting to speak. And there was a mall down the street. So I drove down to the mall just to, you know, walk around a little and maybe get a bite to eat. Now you should know something about me. I am not a shopper. I really don't like shopping, but I was there and I had time And I don't ever shop, really. So I just thought, you know, I would take advantage of the free time, especially being away from my kids, and just roam around a little, you know? 
So I noticed my favorite store was in the mall. Now, I don't like shopping, but I do have a favorite store. <laughs> and it's called Dreadlocks. Dreadlocks, it sounds like a hippie store, but it's not really a hippie store. It's like, it's clothing from India. And they have long skirts and tunics and the colors that I just love to wear. And I really just love that style. It's my favorite store in Israel. So I saw it from afar. And I was like, I'm gonna just, you know, spend a half hour in that store just looking around. So I walked in. And I noticed there was a winter sale. So I started to look through one of the racks and the sales lady came up to me and said, you know, hi, how are you? And I responded, fine, thank you. And then I picked up a sweater vest kind of thing that I looked really nice. And the sales lady said to me, oh, that's not your size. You're a three. (laughs) So before I go on, I have to maybe explain for those of you who don't live in Israel, In Israel, the clothing sizes don't go like two, four, six, eight, ten. At least that's what it is for women's sizes in America, right? That's what I'm familiar with. But here, the sizes go, it starts at zero, actually. So it's zero, one, two, three. I don't even know how far it goes up, actually. Four, five, six, I don't really know. So the lady says, I'm a three. (laughs) And like, immediately, I'm like, thinking to myself, well, that's really rude. And why does she need to announce to the whole store that I'm a three? (laughs) Doesn't she know that I can figure this out by myself? Thank you very much. So I put the vest down, because I kind of took it personally for a second. And I was about to leave the store, actually, until I just caught myself, right? Like, Shira, you're just stuck. Like, it was like two seconds, right? And, you know, like two seconds before that, I was happy. I was having a great day. The weather is beautiful. The sun is shining, right? Everything was good. And I was maybe even going to buy myself a gift. And then two seconds later, I'm hurt. (laughs) And everything's like, everything's looking down. How does this happen? So it happens because we get hijacked by our emotions. And that's just the natural way of the brain. There is nothing abnormal about that. I have to make this clear. This happens to everyone. Maybe some people have more of a tendency to get stuck. Maybe some people have less of a tendency to get stuck. But it happens to everybody living on this earth. By the way, the theme for those two conferences that I was speaking at was Me Too, relating to the Me Too movement. So they invited me to speak because they knew that everybody gets stuck. Me too. So anyway, the most important thing when you get stuck is to be aware that you are stuck, right? Because if you're not aware, you're never going to do a thing about it. It's not to say that just because you are aware that you're going to easily get unstuck. No, but at least you have a chance, right? So basically, in that moment, once I caught myself, it was just a matter of seconds. Basically, I went right to consideration. I considered, maybe she was right. (laughs) And I considered not taking it personally. But I'm going to walk you through the steps anyway, because I think it's important always to be able to break down the steps, even if you're doing it in retrospect. So S, I definitely stopped whether I told myself, Shira, take a stop. I definitely stopped, right? Because I had already thoughts in my mind 
and I did something to stop myself. T, I probably was stuck on hurt, right, and insult. And if I can think about what beliefs I have for you uncover, I probably was believing that, you know, she shouldn't be announcing that in front of everybody. And she was being rude. And she probably thinks she knows everything. And she probably thinks she knows everybody's sizes. And probably that, you know, she should just like leave people alone, right? (laughs) Let them shop. But now, of course, looking back at those thoughts and checking into them, I can easily say that I cannot say for certain that any of those beliefs were 100% true. Okay, so I can come up with more considerations now than I did in the store. So like here, I can consider that she did know my size, right? I can consider that she's, she's pretty good at what she does. This is her job, right? I can consider she doesn't know my size, right? I can consider that too. She could have been off. When I was in the store, something else I considered was there's nothing wrong with being a three, (laughs) right? The only thing that's wrong with that is the thought in my head that being a three is a bad thing. But really, there's nothing wrong with being a three. I considered she wasn't trying to hurt me. I considered not taking it personally. And I considered laughing, (laughs) I really did. So I laughed inside. I mean, really, there are bigger problems in the world than me being a three, right? (laughs) So I considered she was right. In fact, I did try on a shirt and I was indeed a size three. And that was the end of the story. Like, no drama. I'm a three. Today, at least, you know, maybe next year I'll be a four, maybe one day I'll be a two, but right now I'm a three. And that's it. There is no story. I mean, there is a story only if I continue thinking about it. There is a story if I keep making her wrong. There is a story if I can't control my emotions, but otherwise there's no story. It's done. It's in the past. I got it under control. I feel good. That's it, right? And then after a little bit more time spending in the store, I walked out and I said, okay, Shira, it's okay. You got stuck on taking something personally and it's okay. It happens. So take a moment and think about where in your life have you recently taken something personally? Now, for me, it was in this store with this random lady that I've never met before. But I can definitely tell you that I tend to take things personally, not only with that random person in the store, but with people that I live with and close friends and family. I just tend to do that. What about you? Have you ever taken something personally? Has someone ever said something to you or said it in a tone or a way that you just felt like you were an open target? Can you bring to mind any situation like that? And if yes, can you consider not taking that situation personally? Can you consider the person didn't have any bad intentions Can you consider that that person didn't mean to hurt you? 
that person himself or herself may have been stuck in the moment or in the heat of the moment when they spoke, and what came out of their mouth maybe wasn't meant as a personal attack to you. Can you consider that? Remember, you don't have to marry all of the considerations that you bring to mind. You simply need to recognize them as possibilities. Is it possible for you not to take that situation that happened in your life personally? I don't know about you, but for me, this is a practice. I need to consciously remind myself over and over and over again when I do get stuck on taking things personally. I have to remind myself that that person probably had no intentions of hurting me. I have to remind myself that that person just wanted to give his opinion, or that person wanted to offer some unsolicited advice, or that person just wanted to speak his or her mind, but that person didn't mean to hurt me. For me, this is a practice because for whatever reason, my mind tends to slip into places of fear places of believing that people are intentionally hurting me, or even, this is crazy to say, but maybe I sometimes unconsciously think that maybe they enjoy seeing me suffer. I mean, I know I really don't believe that. I know that those thoughts are irrational totally, but in a stuck moment, my mind sometimes goes to those places. So I need to practice managing my mind when I take things personally. Okay, so I received an email from a listener a few days ago. She wrote to ask me for some considerations for a stuck spot that she is in. It regards to fear. I wrote back to her and received her permission to share that with you. I'm going to speak about it next week. It's an important message, so I hope you'll join me. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.